0: another episode of the fly in the wall show man i'm so happy I made it this far i would never let fear hold me back ever again and i got a special guest it's about to be an amazing conversation i got the legendary power move maker shaker it's about to be an amazing
1: conversation man I swear I hear it all like a fly on the wall, but truly I'm not small, I'm the flyest of all, and this a meeting ground for the blessed and profound, now how this talk you around, you better turn up your sound, cause if you want to be great, you gotta learn from the greats. analyze what they say and avoid their mistakes, if you got what it takes, just give me a call, I'm here to hear it all, it's the fly on the wall show. What's
0: up everybody, it's your boy JR Lee. And I'm back for another special episode of the Fly on the Wall show. And today we got a special guest. I'm joined by the beautiful Ashley J. Ashley, for the people who may not know who you are, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do?
1: Yeah, well, thank you for that. Um, My name is Ashley J and I uh, flip palettes, So I buy liquidated products and turn around and flip them for profit. And I've been doing this since 2019, and then in back uh, in 2020, I started teaching people how to do it themselves. Um, I was doing it, and then my brother was like, you should show everybody else how to do it. So I kind of built this empire of people flipping products or flipping pallets full of liquidated products from major retailers like Amazon, Walmart, Target. Um, they sometimes have to get rid of their products, or they could be returns, or they could be shelf pools, um, overstock, things like that, and we buy those products from liquidated our liquidation warehouses, and we flip them. So we put them on up, Facebook Marketplace, social media, make your own website. It literally does not matter. We're just flipping the products.
0: Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And so you said you got, for, for, for the people who don't know, what exactly are liquidated items? Are those items that are no longer selling, overstock? What exactly is a liquid? Like?
1: Yeah. So liquidation or liquidated items have different categories. So it could be overstock. It could be shelf pools. It could be customer returns. It could be um, salvage items or damaged items. But there's different reasons why people return items. Right. So sometimes if you um, let's just say you order something on Amazon and you weren't supposed to spend that much money, you're like, oh, let me send this back. So there are different reasons why people return items. So the liquidation, there's different categories of that.
0: OK, 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 cool. Now, you said you've been doing this since 2019. How exactly, like, like, what? How did you start getting into this? Like, what put this in your mind? You know, a lot of people are reselling items. What exactly put it into your mind? Like, Let me try this thing here.
1: Uh, well, actually, I was um, broke, and my brother knew I was broke, and he called me. He <laughs> was like, "You know what? You want to help me flip these pro- these uh, computers?" And I'm like, uh, "I guess." Like, I don't know. I need some yeah. money, so, so yes. Yeah, like, you know, let's do it. So what kind of
0: computers, were there? you remember.
1: Yeah, so there were um Apple computers, but there were desktops, you know, and this was 2019, and we wanted this website called GovDeals.com. It's any government entity that needs to get rid of their items. So let's just say um a school. It was a school specifically, but it can be schools, police stations, or anything like that. Um, the school had got. Uh, new computers because or they got funding for new computers so they were getting rid of their old computers so they still work you know apple products they don't have to be the exact uh, year in order to work so um uh, his girlfriend at the time went out there picked up all the computers loaded them into a truck brought them to my house and my brother was like okay so i have the social he has the social media like presence at the time he was like i'm gonna uh market you know advertise it and stuff like that you make the website so he was just telling people hey we got these computers for sale so he paid less than a hundred dollars for them and we turned around and sold them for like 300 uh to 350 that's what they were oh, worth each
0: computer all computers
1: so each computer okay so you're buying it at a discounted rate and you turn around and you're selling it to other people so we made a website called imac masters and we were selling the computers on the website so you would just go on our website click the link in the bio and purchase the computer. I was in charge of packaging the computer, shipping it out and stuff like that. But, um, and you know, I worked at every warehouse in the world. So I know I was packaging it right. But the um, post office and UPS, they were damaging our product so much so that they would send us an email like, hey, we accidentally damaged your product. Here's the insurance uh, form, you know, fill this out so you can do your claim and stuff like that. So we got this idea like you know what so me and him kind of get into it because he's like, you know, you're not doing it I'm like, no 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 no, okay, it's not me. So um we got to the point where we're like, forget it, let's just put the rest on offer up in Facebook Marketplace and meet up with people um locally and yeah. that's what we did and we sold the rest of those computers. so that's what wow. Yeah.
0: wow that's that's, what, that's I want to get into that. So first of all, you got the computers for a hundred dollars and you sold them back for three hundred dollars.
1: I think right. it was less than a hundred. I think it was like seventy.
0: That's not bad, but that's that's still good pro- profit, right? And so, now what did you do with that profit? Did you go spend it on whatever? You said you were broke at the time. Did you go spend it on? Oh no, I was
1: product? just, I was spending money living my life. Like I had, I had two kids at the time. I wasn't working, so I needed that money to like, you know, that wasn't yeah, that wasn't the thing that made me like change my life. I literally no, sure. doing it to like make money, and then a few sure. months later. My cousin was at a warehouse and I'm like, wait, what are you doing? And he was at a liquidation warehouse in LA. I didn't put two and two together that it was the same concept. Uh, Cause when he went to the warehouse, it was just all types of products. I mean, like kitchen goods, um, patio furniture, like it was just a warehouse full of items. So I'm like, what is that? So he's like, I'm gonna take you the next time I go. So the next time he went, I went to LA with him and I just see pallets full of products. I mean, a grill indoor grills um heaters uh anything you can find in a store you can find at a liquidation warehouse and i'm like no nah, i'm not doing this like mm-mm. and he was like why not and i was like first of all we just came into this warehouse all of these products it just felt illegal i don't know it felt illegal <laughs> to me so i was like i'm not why doing it off a truck <laughs> yeah i'm like what is this so um eventually he was like no you're going to get a pallet so he helped me get my very first pallet had hoverboards on there and this was early, early 2020. Um, So I brought everything back to my mom's house because I moved back in with my mom. And back in California, uh, we brought everything, I put it in the, the garage, and she was actually my first customer. So I sold her a grill, an indoor grill. And I'm like, look, on Walmart, it's $30. I'm going to sell it to you for like, it was like 20 or whatever the case may be. And I put everything on offer up and Facebook Marketplace, met up with people mutual, or at a local location, and I flipped that $490 into like $1,200. And I just kept flipping.
0: Wow. So, so quick question like, so on this palette is one palette. But it's not just one type of item. You have a bunch of different type of items that you can sell. Mm
1: -hmm. So I had hoverboards. I had fans. I had indoor grills. I had heaters. I had so many just little things. And um, it was a customer return palette. But um, I had nine hoverboards on there and um seven of them worked so two of them did not so i just threw those away and i was still able to profit so there are going to be times where you might get one or two or three broken items but most of the time there's so much there's so many items on that pallet that you're able to still profit
0: wow and so you didn't need like any type of special license and nothing like that you were just able to go to the warehouse and
1: yeah. Like, what's that like? Yeah. Uh, most times you don't, um, they will charge you a sales tax if you don't have your um, seller's license or whatever, but it's only like 50 bucks. So if you want to get that, you can, but it's not a requirement in order I, via trading Uh, specifically in LA. That's the one I go to, or the one I was going to back then Uh, via trading in LA. You don't need, Um, you don't have to have it, but you can save your $50 or whatever but you can just go in there, just sign up. They assign you a person that will help you find um, what you're looking for and things like that. So they're pretty uh, customer friendly and they help you out a lot because they want to see you win. Cause if you win, you know, if you're making money, you're going to come back. You know what I mean? And they've been in business for 20 years. So a lot of people think flipping pallets or the liquidation industry is um, new and it's not, you know, they just celebrated 20 years of being a business. So. Wow.
0: and So I want to, I want to, I want to, I want to talk about this. So like early on you were, you were, you were doing offer up, you was doing Facebook marketplace so you was actually meeting up with people. You weren't nervous at all. Like meeting up with random people online and selling them stuff face to face by yourself.
1: Yeah, it just depends. So I tell people to meet at mutual locations, like in front of Walmart, I've met somebody in front of a police station before, like, First of all, you kind of see how their conversation is going. And if it's kind of weird, I I'm, I'm like, no. But I'm um, at mutual locations in front of Walmart at Starbucks, McDonald's, things like that. Because if you're at a mutual location, most of the time, you know, people are kind of scared to do anything crazy. So
0: for sure, for sure, for sure. And yeah. I want to talk about this. I know earlier on you said you tried it because you know you were quote unquote broke back then. Can you paint a picture like what was broke what, what was broke to you? Like what did that look like?
1: Yeah. Um, living check to check. Or at that time, I actually wasn't even working because I was working. Well, I will actually know um, when I started doing the pallets, I was living with my kid's dad and he was working. Right. So I was a stay at home mom. And then my brother had hired me for this job to do websites. So I was doing websites. I think I was doing like seventy five dollars per website and I was playing catch up. Right. So with that money, I was playing catch up. And then I started, you know, whatever. So I had bad money management. Uh, we was living check to check and it was not nice at all.
0: <laughs> then you said everything changed in 2020. You learned about flipping pallets. Your brother said, "Yo, you should show other people how to do this." When did you get your first success? Like I know you said you sold, you did your first pallet. You made one from 400, I think you said to 1200 flipping it. Like when did you know? Okay, I should try, I should show other people how to do this thing.
1: Yeah, so I started flipping, so I started uh, doing palettes consistently, and my brother was like, show other people how to do it, and I'm like, "Uh." but I already knew he was making money, like, with courses and showing people how to make money, but it just didn't register in my brain, like, I can do it, too. Um,
0: Why do you think that was?
1: I'm naturally a shy person. He's very outgoing and, you know, and I'm just naturally a shy person. And I'm just like, I, I didn't have a big social media presence at all. Like I was just showing my kids and my life, like, you know what I mean? He was teaching people how to make money and do these things, but like I really wasn't there yet mentally. You know what I mean? Like he's been on this money thing for the last 10 years, and we were just, I just wasn't there. So um he so your was older like, brother? Yeah, he's my older brother. Um Shout out to Chris Johnson. Let me just say, Shout that. To Chris. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so he was like, you should show other people how to do it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I just kept saying, yeah, but then I procrastinated. He told me to do that back in maybe January, February. I didn't put the course out until April, April 9 2020. That's when my life changed. And, um, I remember it to this day. So what happened was, um, I was doing DoorDash. So I'm doing all these different things that I have moved back to Arizona. I'm like, I need to co-parent back. You know, we have to figure out this co-parenting situation. Um, I was doing DoorDash. The, I stopped doing the websites because that business went out of business. So I'm doing DoorDash. I'm flipping pallets. I'm doing this to stay afloat, right? So I'm making money, but I don't have a full-time job. That's why I, I tell people not to quit their jobs because right. you know what I mean? Like you need money to invest into your business or whatever the case may be. And it's your so, bills. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, April 9th, um, I had a little apartment. I, I saved up what I could to get me an apartment. Um, my kids were asleep on the bed, and I went into the closet, and I made a PowerPoint. I didn't know what I was doing. I just made a PowerPoint, and then I went on Zoom, and I pressed record, and I recorded my voice over it, and um, I put it on, uploaded to Gumroad, um, so people were able to purchase, and I put the link in my bio the first day I put out the course, I made two hundred dollars. The very next day, I made twelve hundred. So once I made that twelve hundred in one day from not leaving my house, my life changed. You know.
0: I gotta ask you a question. The first, the first day you made two hundred, you said. Mhm. How long? How long? I I, I used to do DoorDash from time to time. How long did it take you to to make two hundred dollars doing DoorDash?
1: Yeah, like probably a week. Like,
0: a week,
1: yeah. Like, I was because I wasn't consistent. It probably take me like, yeah. actually, no, 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 hold on, not a week. Hold on, DoorDash. I'm trying to think how much of those making. No, because we were trying to get hundred dollar days. So, uh, probably like how long took, did
0: it take you to do $100 a hundred dollar day? How about
1: that? Yeah, it took me a while. So, like. Uh, We would get to like $80 so me and my other brother would have like a challenge like oh I made $80 today or whatever the case may be so it would take me a few days probably not a week but like three days three or two and a half three days to make 200 Um, but when I made it you know not leaving my house and showing other people because initially it was just like all right. So I show people how to do this. Like, are they even going to be interested? Because I was at the age where people were graduating from college. I dropped out of college. I was having two kids. My relationship failed. like I didn't feel like showing other people. I, you know what I mean? I didn't know people would be interested, but in 2020 people lost their jobs. You know what I mean? Like they were going through it. Uh-huh. I didn't realize people will start sending me videos of them flipping pallets or results. Sometimes not even videos, just a, a message. Hey, like i lost my job and I started flipping pallets and now I'm able to stay above waters and stuff like that. So those life changing stories became like, I was like, Oh wait, like I didn't It didn't register for me that I was going to change people, like change people's lives and stuff like that. So.
0: Wow. I think, I think that's powerful. So, and now you go on, I know you said earlier you're a shy, but now I see you going on live like every single day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I used to drink, I used to always drink to go on live. I used to think I had to drink to go on live, but I, I was like, that was just in my mind. But when you're consistent with something, I, you know, getting on live every single day. Um, I'm not, you know, back in 2020, I was going live three times a day. <laughs> and I can't guarantee that now, but I try to do at least once a day. Um, but it's really all in your mind. And um, you get used to um, talking and stuff like that so I don't call myself shy anymore like <laughs> it is what it is now
0: absolutely absolutely you say you used to you used to drink to go on live you wasn't yes. nervous
1: that you yeah I'll take a shot and then I'll get on live and then it'll help me talk and sell my yeah. courses and help other people you know what I mean but Just now do. I don't even drink anymore so
0: <laughs> absolutely now How did you feel, like, I know you spoke earlier about just a lot of people were sending their results to you. How did you feel, like, forget making your first $10,000. How did you feel when people were saying, like, yo, I did this, I made $500, I made $1,000, I made $10,000. Like, how how did that feel getting that first testimonial, that first social proof?
1: yeah it felt crazy because I wasn't expecting I don't know why like because initially when I put out the content I was just showing like I was on the website and I'm like look you can flip I was basically talking in theory like I had my videos too like what I was doing but then when I started showing I'm like I'm on the website I'm showing okay if you sell it for this price you can do blah 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 so then when I first got my result I'm like damn I didn't think that people were going to send me like I didn't know if people were going to like take to it or whatever so when yeah. I first got those results I'm like oh like I got to keep going you know what I mean like there's more people to help and my brother will always preach to me like there's more people you can reach on the internet than you can reach in person so keep going yeah. um so just having his guidance and like you know um getting those results just made me want to keep going and it just felt so good because somebody told me that she was in a shelter. They allowed her to flip pallets, and now she was able to save up to get her first apartment. So when you get those type of results and those type of like, mm. oh man, it just makes you feel so good. And it's not just about the money; it's about the impact. You know what I mean? Because okay. you know, I can I'm, I I could tell you I made money off of this, but those results, I was not being I was wouldn't be able to do this three years later if I wasn't getting results. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, I wouldn't be able to still sell the same course you know, obviously I updated, but I'm saying like, I wouldn't be able to still be in business and doing this for three it wasn't
0: years. For other people.
1: If it wasn't for other people's results, if it did not work, if they weren't sending me results, because the results sell the course, people want to see other people doing it. I can sit up here and tell you, oh yeah, I make money doing this all day long. But when they see other people doing it and sending in their results, it's like, oh, okay, this is not just her saying it, you know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Now that's powerful, man. And I just want to say like, you know, I know we just a Earlier, you shout out your brother, shout out to Chris Johnson. It sounds like, you know, a lot of his advice, a lot of his coaching, his, his experiences, he was able to give to you. And um, that's what you call a mentor, right? He was able to mentor you from early on. How important do you think mentorship is for you as well as anybody's journey, whether it's in life or entrepreneurship?
1: I think mentorship is uh, important because sometimes people save you from mistakes that you can make. So there's certain things he's been through and he's going to warn me about it and, you know, if I don't take his advice, it always ends up happening. And it's like, if you have a mentor in your life, they probably went through something before. They can probably see something you can't see. They're more, uh, they've been in this longer than you. They've been doing it. They made the mistakes so that you don't have to make those same mistakes. You know what I mean? But having a mentor, keeping your mind, right. You know what I mean? Focus on your mental health. That's what's going to keep you going and stuff like that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to, I want to talk about the environment real quick too. Uh, I actually was able to see you at um Investfest a couple of weeks ago. Shout out to InvestFest. Fest. Shout out to Todd. And mm-hmm. um Investfest was an environment of over twenty thousand people, entrepreneurs, business owners. It was it was a beautiful thing to see. How was your experience? And I wanna talk about like what like, what is the environment like for you? Like how do you stay motivated?
1: Uh motivation motivation comes and goes, so I don't always feel motivated. But what I do like to do is stay consistent, just like you told me that you see me on live, right? Every single day, and that's how you don't have to think about it, right? So if I know every single day I gotta get up and I gotta make this happen, I'm just gonna do it so that I don't have to think about it. Because once you get out of that routine of like there was a point where I was out of the routine, I wasn't going on live, I wasn't being consistent then I need that motivation. But if you're doing it every single day, you don't need that motivation because it's a part of your routine. You know what I mean? You're not going to always, I don't feel like talking all the time. I don't feel like getting alive all the time. I don't feel like talking about palettes all the time. Like I have a whole other life going on with kids and you know what I mean? Um, I don't want to do it. But if you train your mind, you this is what you have to do. You don't need that motivation all the time, right? But other things are going to make you motivated. Like being at InvestFest made me get back into, um, it, it wasn't because I went to InvestFest not to hear I didn't hear the speaker speak or anything I like either that. Did. Yeah, like um last year my brother was a speaker, so we went for that. But this year, um, my best friend is actually dating my brother. I mean, my uh sister. So he asked me, like, hey, do you want to um, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has a business, a watch business, and
0: what's he, the name of the business?
1: Uh line out watches. All right. So so he was like, "Do you want to come help us?" And I'm like, "Uh, uh I, don't, I don't think." He, yeah, he's like, "Man, come on!" So I went to help him sell his watches, but I didn't know like people were coming up to me talking about some. Oh, like you got me change my life and all of this stuff. So I'm just like, it just made me want to go harder because you see the impact out there. You see. Um, you know, I walked up to this girl. She's selling workout clothes, and she's like, "Oh, I started flipping pallets uh, back in 2020. I already know who you are, and now I have my own business." You know what I mean? So it's like those type of stories. Seeing people come up to you, recognizing you, and like, because I'm not like I like I said, I'm actually a shy person. So I'm just sitting there behind the scenes, and people are like noticing me. And then this guy come up came up to me. and was like, "Oh, I started my own warehouse," and those type of like things keep you motivated to want to go. You want to go harder. You know what I mean? You want to keep going because you know that you're impacting people.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, man. I think I think that's dope. And um, you know, with all of the success that you are having, I'm pretty sure you're not the same person that you were three years ago. I'm sure your mindset has changed a lot. It seems like it. You're not you're not drinking before you go alive. Anymore. <laughs> do you feel like? Do you feel like? I can I can speak for myself. You know, the more I develop my mind, relationships that I had previously we no longer on the same frequency, so we kind of fall off. We no longer keep contact. Has that happened to you? Do you feel like, not really losing friends, but do you feel like your certain relationships are no longer there anymore?
1: Yes and no. So I feel like you don't have to just drop your friends just because you're on something new. Because, again, sure. I, I told you, like, my brother's been on this for, like, 10 years. Like, yeah. financial literacy and all this stuff. We were not on this. You know what I mean? We were just really? like how come you don't want to go have fun with us? We couldn't understand it. Yeah, so I feel like, you know, you might level up mentally um, and your friends not might not be there yet, right? Yeah. Some people it's yet and some people they'll never get to get mm-hmm. there. So sometimes it's like, okay, I know if I want to go have fun, I'm going to go hang out with so-and-so because they're fun, right? right. I, I want to talk business. I got to get different types of friends. Um, but sometimes it just depends. You know what I mean? Sometimes you can separate You know, I can go have fun with them, but that's it. Or sometimes you just really just got to let them go. But I don't believe in just becoming successful and this and all your friends or whatever the case may be. But that is going to happen. You know what I mean? They'll naturally drift away. If you're always talking about something and talking about getting ahead and they're not on that and they're not ready for it, they might come back around later on in life, you know?
0: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, I watched a recent video of yours that you had on your YouTube and I seen the tweet, I believe it was a few months ago. I thought it was really dope it talked about you know 10 things that you would tell your younger self right and I thought Mm -hmm. a lot of those things that you wrote was really cool like you know of course like money management you know creating habits and discipline as well as you know not having you know children out of Mm wedlock do you what was like your what was your favorite three things that you would tell yourself if you if you're able to share it today
1: um my younger self
0: Yeah. like, Or if you could give me three new things, but it was three dope things that you initially said. Was there anything specifically that you like, was your top favorite? Like, yo, if I could tell myself just three of those 10 things, this is what it would be.
1: I would say find find yourself early. You know what I mean? Because a lot of times we go through school like we go through regular school we don't really know what we're doing so then we go to college and we don't necessarily know what we want to do because we don't know ourselves we know that we go to school every day we might play a sport here and there but we don't necessarily know like what our hobbies our interests are um outside of sports right so find yourself early do different activities try different things you know what i mean so that you can push yourself in that direction also get you a high paying skill i feel like a lot of times People want to get paid a lot and they don't have any skills and you realize that's why you're not getting paid a lot. You know, I worked at every warehouse possible. I worked at every call center possible. You know what I mean? I was complaining about, you know, um, this or that. And when I was in college, I was in college for three years. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't know myself. I just I don't know. Um, So I would say find yourself early um, and then also um, get a routine. Right. And stay disciplined. And it sounds so cliche, but it's so necessary it's very necessary. So now my routine is uh, if I have my kids, we do one week on one week off. If I do have my kids, I drop them off at school, go to the gym, do a workout class, and then come home and get on live. Those top three things, they're non-negotiables for me. And if you create your life like that, success will come. You know what I mean? Because you're working on your and reading one hour a day. So those are my three things. They're non-negotiables for me. So working out, making money, and reading, right? Those three things, uh, everything else comes after that. So getting a routine um, is very important. And then the last thing is um, probably like the same, not having kids out of wedlock, you know what I mean? Sometimes you have kids and you're young and you got these feelings for somebody, but you don't, you have to pay attention to their habits and their You know what I mean? Like all of those type of things. And you're too young. You don't even know yourself. And now you've become a mother. And there's so many times where I'm like, damn, I wish I would have figured this out before I had kids. So that, you know what I mean? Like you just your mindset is just different. So I would say those things and always learn, always keep learning. Don't ever feel like, you know, everything. There's always room for improvement.
0: Absolutely. That's beautiful. Well said. What what interest did you did you find for yourself?
1: You said what insurance?
0: what what interests i know you said find yourself and find out what you like other than like sports and like drinking all that good stuff like what was the interest that you created for yourself or that you learned like man this is what ashley likes to do for fun this is what ashley likes you know was it hiking what was it
1: yeah like i love to be outdoors like i love being outdoors we just went camping and stuff like that i started doing pilates and just different things like that like different classes and painting and um what is it called with the clay um like sculpting um something I like sculpting. that um no that's not what it'll, you come you. it'll come yeah. to you yeah, yeah 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 but yeah just finding yourself you know and I love to swim that's my favorite thing in the world to do just to go swimming and stuff like that so
0: I don't know how to swim I'm Jamaica. oh my god I'm from Florida my parents are Jamaican I don't even know how to swim it's embarrassing
1: yeah have have <laughs> you have to learn
0: <laughs> Absolutely. it's life and death sometimes <laughs> that's what's up that's what's up and you know, I'm not gonna keep you too much longer. One of the last questions that I want to ask you, Ashley, is a question that I like to ask all of my guests. And it's simply, what is your definition of success? And it doesn't have to be making money, of course. It could be happiness, it could be family, it could be freedom. What's your definition of success?
1: A peace of mind. Right. So it's not just a peace of mind because you can have a peace of mind and then be broke. So I think it's a combination of all of it, right? So you need the financial freedom, right? But not only financial freedom because some people have high paying jobs, but they don't have the time. So you need the financial freedom, right? You need the time freedom, right? So you can do the things that you want to do. You also need a peace of mind. So you need all three of those things. Um, And then you need love and support from your friends and family. Um, Those things will make you successful, right? Because I don't think, one of them by itself is enough, right? But peace is so important. There was a point of my life where I was making money and then I like um, bought my house and I just felt some type of way about that. And um, then I started a warehouse. I was just doing all of these things, right? All the success, but I did not have a peace of mind and I almost went crazy. You know what I mean? So you have to make sure that you stay level-headed with this We're coming from being broke, not having anything to, you know, changing your life in such a short period of time, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot, you know, so you have to find peace and how you find peace is going to therapy and reading books and doing things that are good for your mind, eating healthier, meditation, all of those things. Like you need those too, right? It's not just about the money. It's not just about the success. It's not about none of that, right? It's about, you have to have a balance. I don't know if it's necessarily a balance, but you have to focus on all of it
0: mental health is everything, self-care is everything.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know you mentioned, you know, being broke a few times, it's not about just making money. Do you I have a question? I feel like this is a topic that a lot of people talk about. Do you feel like you can be a high income earner and still be broke?
1: Yeah, I feel yeah, we can.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah
0: right. mindset. Mm-hmm. mindset. Okay, cool. I just wanted to just wanted to ask. And um, you know, I'm not gonna hold you too much longer. That's all the questions I really have. For. I just wanted to tap in a little bit with your mindset. I reached out to you a while back. Didn't, I wasn't able to get you. I had you in person. I'm like, no, nah, I'm about to ask. Well, I'm definitely going <laughs> ask her. And we made it happen. I really appreciate it. It was a pleasure. It was definitely a pleasure. I can't wait to put this up and, you know, break this up. And it was definitely <laughs> a pleasure. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you. No, and I'm sorry about that. You know, sometimes when okay. people ask me to do um podcasts, it was just a point in my life where I just didn't feel like I was ready because I'm like, sometimes I'll do some podcasts, but then sometimes I'll be like, Damn, am I really where I want to be before I just get on here and talk like I know what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? So, and then like there was all another part where it was just like everybody's asking. I don't remember who I said yes to. I don't know. For
0: sure. No, I get it. I get it 100%. (laughs) I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
1: You have a great day.
0: Thank you so much.